The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 215. Monday, March 18th, 2013. This is the Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 215. Right? Uh, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I can't count that high. Yeah. Yeah, 215. I am Rob. You are Greg. Toodly-doo. And we we guest starred on someone else's podcast recently. Yeah. Boy. I thought it went really well. Um, Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I think it did. I, um, Plus, not to mention it was video. Yeah, well, that, that's that's always scary. I thought it turned out really well. It was the Digital Press Podcast. And it took place in the Digital Press Store in Clifton, New Jersey. The classic video game store. And we were on it with... was It was, it was the Digital Press Podcast Episode 10. <laughs> so if you go to youtube.com and search for digital press podcast 10 uh, you might be just better off going to our website and looking from there oh all right so go to paunchstevenson.com and look for you posted on march 10th 2013 a link to the podcast i say that because and by the way there is a website for the digital press store it's a dpvideogames.com. Yes. And if you go to the, uh, I think it's like backslash webcasts. Forward And they slash. have, whatever. And they have their um, their episodes there. They didn't put episode 10 on there yet, but they're a little lax in their, no. <laughs> in their webbing. But the, the one of the issues was that the, um, the cameraman, uh, Mike... Uh, known throughout the internets as the Killer Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. He um he insisted on recording this thing in 4K resolution. <laughs> Apparently with the same Why? cameras <laughs> that were used on the Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's it's the 4K red camera. Um which you seem to have uh to be very enamored with. It wasn't that I was enamored with it. I was enamored with the fact that he had it. <laughs> like, why does this guy who, you know, we know from the local video game store have this, you know, $10,000 video camera just laying um, around? It, just, it, it was just strange to me. Yeah, well, he's got all the stuff. He's got, he's got one of those uh, mic... Whatever the hell, some kind of mixer thing you plug oh, in, the, like yeah, the preamp. Yeah, the preamp. You just plug in like ten mics and <laughs> and it, it, the, ridic- the ridiculous part is for all that he had this other guy supposed to be keeping track of the audio levels and um, they were a little off. <laughs> no, no, it came out good. Um, it's totally watchable, totally listenable. Yeah, I had, yeah, yeah. I had a great time. It was really fun, and I hope that we get to do it again soon. 
Yeah, we were joking about. I mean, obviously, mostly video games, old video games. Uh, you started annoying everyone with an Optimus Prime impersonation. <laughs> oh man, Teletrant One, give wow. me a status report. One shall stand, one shall fall. All right, fine. I thought you were made of sterner stuff. Shut up. So well, and and our Stan Lee. Well, we, which neither of us was. We, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, to. but but we managed to uh, get a Stan Lee reference in there. Of course, it's like a virus. We're 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 going viral, but not on YouTube. We're going viral, like infecting other podcasts with Stan Lee. So, I think normally their their stuff is on Vimeo. <laughs> dot com. Yeah. I don't know why, right. but. Apparently, it, it, it you only get like a 500 megabyte file limit that you can upload. What, on YouTube? No, 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 on or, Vimeo. Oh, on Vimeo, okay. So he had to put it on YouTube. Um, so yeah, we had a lot of fun, and I mean, we, we obviously we know those guys for a long time. It was but. you, me, Frank, not Frank Nora, a different Frank. Who we've had on this podcast. Both Franks have been on... Yes. On the Paunch Stevenson show. It was me, you, a different Frank, and... Um, Another Mike. And uh, and Mike, yeah. Not Massé, a different Mike. And not the Mike with the camera. Yeah. <laughs> and not the Mike that we were wearing on our shirts. No. So anyway, it was really good. I had a lot of fun. I hope they invite us back. Um... And what else next? Well, I was going to mention, you mentioned Frank Nora. Yes. The other day, apparently. The godfather of podcasting. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but apparently the other day he celebrated the 10th anniversary of the Overnight Scape. Yes. 10 years. 10 years. In 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 internet terms in, or, or like whatever. Years. That's like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like he's been doing this for centuries. <laughs> so congratulations to Frank Nora of the Overnightscape and the Overnightscape Underground O-N-S-U-G dot com Right He is the madman Yeah in Insane a, in, in a good way In the membrane <laughs> We have to get him back on the podcast Yes I have to hang out with him. I've been hung out with him in a while. Anyway. Yeah. We have some celebrity deaths. Do we? Yes. Born. Born free. As free as the wind blows. What is that? Born free. By. I don't remember. Oh. Anyway, From born sixties, born July, born in the USA. Mm. Hey, born in the USA, man. Born July twenty eighth, nineteen fifty four. Died March fifth, twenty thirteen, from cancer. He was fifty eight years old. President Hugo Chavez. <laughs> what do we get? Hugo Chavez, he's not an entertainer or anything. We don't care about him. I don't know. He's not a celebrity. I don't... No, you don't care. I thought he did good things for the people and unions. And... 
Man, he's he was no. the uh, president of Venezuela. I know. I thought he did good things down there, no? Ah, uh, some people think he did good things. Some people think he did bad things. <laughs> it's like George W. Bush. Well, most people <laughs> think he did bad things. <laughs> All right, okay, it's, so... It's, it's me, George W. Bush. Hello. Next. Born... Remember me. <laughs> Unfortunately. Born... January 6th, 1944, died March 1st, 2013, of, also of cancer. 69 years old, she was, she played the character Anne Romano, the star of the old sitcom One Day at a Time, Bonnie Franklin. I have no idea who this is at all. Remember the TV show One Day at a Time? No. With Schneider, the handyman? No. And uh, what was John Phillips's daughter's name? Mackenzie Phillips. Oh, Mackenzie Phillips. And uh, Valerie Bertinelli. No. Uh, You don't remember this? That show? That was before my time. No, I grew up watching it. What? Not live? Yes, it was on... Its original run, no. Its original run was December 1975 to <laughs> May 1984. Oh, you didn't watch this? On CB- I did. I was six, five, six years old, four years old. What? what? I remember. What? You, I have a very, why were you watching this at five years old? You're lying. It was funny. I don't know. I, I, when I'm telling you, growing up, I did nothing but watch sitcoms. <laughs> I'm telling you, Barney what are you, Miller, the, what are you, the cable guy. Yes, <laughs> the honeymooners, Barney Miller, my uh, 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 Sanford and Son, Happy <clears throat> Days, One Day at a Time, Too Close for Comfort, Mary Tyler Moore, all that stuff. Terrible. Kojak, Beretta, Love uh, Boat. Beretta, that wasn't a sitcom. No, but I'm, TV, Alice. I mean everything. How are you watching this ancient stuff? It was on TV. Yeah, well, so was Dukes of Hazard and yes, Eighteen. Du- yeah, exactly. Yeah, Dukes you of Hazard. No, you didn't. I, I did back then. No, you didn't. I'm telling you, I did. I remember. I remember everything. <laughs> of course, it's all useless, but I remember it. Different strokes. What you talking about, Willer? Right, anyway, so that was celebrity death. Right, is Next. that enough? That, that's it. Come on. Next. Never heard of any of these people. Next. All right. So, um, talk about a dead guy, blast from the past. Um, the Macho Man. Who yeah! Randy Savage. Man, Randy Savage, yeah! Apparently there's some kind of, um, you know, if you go onto the, the website of the White House... Okay. What is um, that? Whitehouse.gov. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they they have this thing where you can put in a petition to do something or other, I don't know. Right. So I think it was there. But anyway, somebody started a petition to have a day of remembrance, like officially recognized, uh, for either the the birthday or the day he died of, of the macho man Randy Savage. For a federal holiday? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Well, not really a holiday, a oh, yeah. day of remembrance. Snap into a Slim Jim, yeah! 
Yeah, you're gonna have a day of remembrance for the Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, cup of coffee on my day. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a day for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. No, it's a day for Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, no freak out. Yeah, no confetti. Yeah, Mr. Sarkis. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That's awesome. I was watching, um, what the heck was I watching? I got this DVD, um, you know, the WWE, uh, Vince McMahon. Yes, that's right, it's me, Vince McMahon! <laughs> oh, that, that, what, that's Pendulette. <laughs> they sound the same. Nice, sounds like this. <laughs> Alright, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're fired. <laughs> Pendulette should be a wrestler. He's huge. <laughs> I know, but he's like a wimp. <laughs> um. So my uh, WWE, of course, they bought the old WCW over ten years ago. <laughs> Woo! Of Ric Flair, yes. Hey, your boy. Um, the Road Warriors. Okay. Lex Luger. Yes. All those guys. Um. So you know they they so they own all the rights of all their old stuff. So I was in the Fye a few weeks ago. Fi. Okay. Uh, that's what it's spelled. Fye. Yeah. How's that spelled? Fi. Fye spells the word fi. What? Okay. It doesn't. Anyway, I'm sorry. So, I, w I went in there, and I was looking around, and uh, they have a thing where if you buy two used anything, really, CD, DVD, whatever, you can get one free. Nice. Or one for a dollar or something, I don't know. Cool. So, I was uh, lurching around there, and I did find some stuff uh, the last time that was pretty good. I found... Um, a DVD, as I was saying, it was uh, like the called the the rise and fall of WCW. Cool. And it was it was it's three discs, but it's really just one disc. Uh, it's a few hours long, and they have interviews with a lot of the principal people involved that were involved in all that. Um, and it was it was very good. And then um, and the other two discs are like matches. And I also. Uh, found they had a used copy of the Beach Boys. Uh, good timing. Uh, live at Nebworth, which is in England, which is a concert, uh, I think, personally, is the definitive Beach Boys concert. Because it was it's from 1980. Wait, what does this have to do with WCW? I'm, it has nothing to do. I'm just saying what I bought. Oh, okay. I thought you were describing the WCW DVD. Wow. Oh. Like what the Beach Boys came out in the middle of a match and started singing or something? Only on full head. <laughs> anyway. Cut it out. Um, so, um, the Beach Boys, of course, you know, they, they started in the early 60s. And they, obviously they toured at that time. Mm. Um... And then they, they didn't break up, but they kind of like all like went berserk and all in the 70s and fell out of favor. 
And then in the late 70s, they actually became kind of like in vogue again. Did they? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, they were big. Like, you know, like based on the whole like Happy Days, uh, Grease revival of a lot of like the doo-wop stuff and that kind of stuff. Uh, yes. Uh, all right. All right. I'm telling you. Did they have hits? They had some songs in the seventies, but it was mostly no. But no, I, no, I mean, they no, went. No, but you, you said late seventies. Yeah, but what what I mean is they went on tour, and they were like one of the first groups to go back on tour after many many years. You know, and I mean they played oh, their yeah, own yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm just saying, as like not not. I don't want to call them a novelty act at the time, but. You know, it's like Bruce Springsteen. I mean, this guy tours forever. Well, yeah. Paul McCartney. <laughs> the strike of... He tours forever. You would I mean, hope he only plays I mean, the know, old stuff. But... I mean, it's like, uh, you know, when I was with the Beatles, you know. So, anyway, so they did this concert in Nebworth in England, 1980. And um, it, it's, it's, it's a great concert, and it's one of the last tours that they did with all the original members before they all, you know, a bunch of the Wilson started to croak. Um, and Brian Wilson was there, and... You know, it's a really good DVD. Anyway, so that was that was there, and uh, I think the third one that I got. Oh, the third one I got. I don't. I couldn't believe that this was in this Fye in Clifton, New Jersey. But it was a DVD of the best of Uncle Floyd. What? Yes. Did you buy it? Yes. <laughs> How's the quality? It's fine. Really? Yeah, basically what this was was about... Well, actually, I don't know if any... But nobody probably knows who Uncle Floyd is. We're saying this, but... We've, we've discussed him before. Basically, Uncle Floyd was a local access cable television show from the 1970s into the 80s and 90s. It was very low budget. And it was, it was like it a was, variety show. Yeah, I think it was no budget. Yeah, well, no budget. It was a variety show, and, like, Uncle Floyd would... They would the guys would play like different parts. It was like a really, 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 really poor man's Saturday Night Live. Well, <laughs> but it was funny. Yeah, he would come out. He would have a puppet, do a little puppet sing. act with jokes, and then then like you know these bands would come. See, here's the weird thing about the Uncle Floyd show is that looking back, it was this low budget, literally local access TV yeah. show. Yet somehow. It was like you know we're in like the Ramones and and, yes. and um, it's like Cindy Lauper and all these huge acts were on it. It just like lo- looking back, it made no sense that that these that well that that could happen. Like t- today, that would never happen. No, no. Remember, in the in the nineteen seventies and into the early eighties, there was no cable. Yeah, it was and, just UHF. Yeah, so, VHF and UHF. Right, so in the New York area, the VHF was the main stations. You know, the CBS, Fox. Well, Fox is not at that time. But. 2, 4, 5, 7, 9, 11, yeah. 13. Yeah, 13 was PBS. Yeah. So, the what I'm, my point being, that even the, even the more local stations, I mean, they were still, you know, you couldn't just get on them for nothing. You know, so if you were kind of a, an up-and-coming band or something back then, 
and you wanted to like reach people, you went on like an Uncle Floyd show on UHF because the reality was, even though he was on UHF out of northern New Jersey, he could be watched in New York City. By the way, it's snowing out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ridiculous. So, and like, for instance, like David Bowie and John Lennon would sit around watching the Uncle Floyd show in the late 70s. That's right, love. You know, because they looked... What about was me, like, Paul McCartney? No, he didn't care. I mean, See, all right, wait, hold, hold on. They didn't have I, anything to do with him. I have to interrupt you for a second. When Paul yeah. was younger, let's mm. say in the 60s, 70s, they talk like this of Paul McCartney, love. Yes. But now, now he sounds too kind of sound like a Paul McCartney. No, it doesn't. It doesn't really sound like. It sounds more like this. Oh, he has this very raspy. More like this. What well, he's I? old. <laughs> I know, but does he like smoke a pack of cigarettes every day? He's old. This, I'm starting to sound like this now. You know, when I was back in the. What is it? The, the Steven Seagal uh, Paul McCartney. <laughs> he's starting to sound like. That. The British Steven Seagal. Anyway, so the Uncle Floyd DVD, there was somebody, I guess, um, got a bench, bunch of his old tapes um, around, I don't know, about eight years ago, nine years ago, and and apparently put out a DVD because I saw it on Amazon. Nice. And, you know, these aren't exactly easy to come by. The DVD? They were done in a very, yeah, I mean, they were done in a very limited quantity out of, like, somebody's basement. <laughs> what? So like I opened it up, basically like the the uh, the is, case. Is, is it a DVD R? <laughs> yes. Wait, what? The case itself, right? Yeah. Is like professional quality, like you know that like thick paper, the glossy paper printed out. Yeah. But the DVD is yeah, it's just a DVD R. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? What do you expect? How could they sell that? You can't it's sell Uncle that. Floyd. I know, but <laughs> come on. All right, so no, you watched it, it? Yeah, I watched a couple episodes. What do you think? Well, did anything like like was there anything like wow, this guest was on it or I don't think that they probably didn't put any I don't know if they put any big guests or not. I mean, well, one of the things you have to remember is a lot of the old old stuff is probably gone. Yeah. You know, they recorded the stuff on video and they would, you know, they'd often just, re you know, re-record it over the video. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's, it's, um, what's the word? Disappointing mm. or, or up upsetting, whatever the yeah. word is that there was this show and all of these big musical performances and comedy acts and, yeah. and literally we will never get to, it, it's like, it's gone. It's, it's, gone. it's like, it's literally destroyed well it's like you know it's like the live unless television. someone had a vcr at home and yeah. popped in a tape and recorded every episode some crazy fan i don't know but well, otherwise like live live think about think about live television from like the 50s or 60s or 70s before video yeah unless it was a big newscaster that doesn't exist anymore yeah. if it was really live you know, I mean... Does that bother you? Well, not really. I don't care, but... Um... So anyway, so... That was okay. Um... Yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so... And then another blast from the past. Do you remember this segment from, like, 1995 on the uh, David Letterman show? 
where he was he found some guy like he he like Jay you know how Jay Leno does the thing where he 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 looks in like the classified ads for typos yeah for or like stupid things yeah 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 right so I guess Letterman was doing that back in 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 those days maybe he still does I don't know I I call it headline it's yeah. called headline yeah yeah <laughs> oh he's not on that show anymore. Ed Kevin McMahon. Eubanks. Oh. Um. So back in '95, and I remember this, you know, watching the show when it when he was doing this, he found some guy up in like Canada who worked at a gas station. Okay. Him and another guy. So I guess in Canada, at that time, uh, gas station employees were like. Important people. Because they put out a full-page ad in whatever local newspaper up there that these two guys who had worked at one Petro-Canada gas station were moving to another Petro-Canada gas station on the other side of town. Wait. So I don't know about you. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. Say that again. They they were working at a Petro Canada. That's the name of the of an you know the gas stations up in Canada. Mm-hmm. A, 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 in this town, in one part of the town, right? May have been like Winnipeg. I don't remember. And they were moving. The two guys were moving to another gas station on like the other side of town. And so, so what? The gas station. They put an ad, you know, in in the newspaper of saying these two guys had moved. Now, I don't know about you, but I really don't care who pumps my gas. <laughs> I see what you're saying. So, the, so the, it was like a like a public service announcement. Yes. Like, hey, yes. this, hey, everyone, J- Jim Bob from the gas station <laughs> from gas station A is. By the way, he's now working at gas station B. Yeah. Why? So the guy's name, I don't know. So the guy's name. As that Letterman latched onto, was Dick Assman. <laughs> what? No. You don't remember no. Dick Assman? No. Come on. <laughs> Come on. It couldn't be. It was his name. <laughs> Come on. So That's Letterman, impossible. Yes. So Letterman keeps joking about him. You know how he is for like the next two weeks. Hey, Paul. Remember Dick Assman? <laughs> <laughs> That's right there. Yeah. Also, last night on the program, we did a little something called Dumb Ads, and it's uh, actual uh, ads that appear in newspapers all over the United States. We came up uh, upon this little advertisement right here. Take a look at that. And we found it kind of interesting. It's Scott Goslin and Dick Assman, formerly of Northgate Petro Canada, have relocated and extended an invitation to our friends and guests to visit us at Victoria Square, uh, Petro Canada. We were kind of taken by the man's name, Dick Assman. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever met a guy named Ass Man. Uh huh. Do, do you know? I don't, well, is is Ass Man a Canadian name? No, I don't, I don't know any Ass Man myself. Yeah. <laughs> hey. How do you uh, do, Dick Ass Man? Nice to hey, see you. Nice to see you. <laughs> uh, and, and Tony Orlando actually uh, sang a song. Do we have that roll of videotape last night? Here's Tony Orlando singing. Dick Aspen. 
<laughs> we thought tonight, if we have a, a, a second, we'll just we'll just call and spend a minute or two here on the show getting to know Dick Assman. Here we go. Saskatchewan, I believe. I think Victoria Square, is that what it says? This should be uh, somebody at uh, Petro Canada, Victoria Square, Petro Canada. We're looking for uh, Dick Assman. Scott Gosselin. Petro Canada, Victoria Square Service. Scott speaking. Oh, Scott, how are you? My name is Dave Letterman. Are you Scott Gosselin? Yes, I am. Scott, it's a pleasure to chat with you on the phone. How are things there at the uh, service station today? Just great, just booming. Uh huh. You know, uh, the reason we're calling, Scott, we, we want to speak to your uh, co worker, or is it your partner? Uh, yeah, he's a co-worker here. Uh, all right, uh, is uh, Dick Assman? Yes, yes. <laughs> I tell you, Scott, we, we would love to talk to you, but your name's not silly enough, so if you don't mind, if you could put Dick on the phone, we'd certainly appreciate it. Could you hold line a minute? Yeah, I'd be happy to. I'm not doing anything else. Just waiting to pick up my laundry, Scott. Take all the time you need. Hello? Hello, who is this? Dick Asman? Oh, Dick! Dick, uh, my name is D Dave Letterman. It's a pleasure to chat with you, sir. How are you today? Real good, real you know, good. You know, Dick, last night on our uh, television show, The Late Show here on CBS, we featured a little ad for you and your service station, and we, we made some jokes about your name. I hope you don't mind. No, I sure don't. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of an unusual name, though, isn't it? <laughs> Just like to know how you got a hold of it. Yeah. Well, I, I think we can tell by looking at the photo how you got a hold of it, Dick. <laughs> Dick. So, <laughs> so Dick asked, man. So then Letterman calls him. Are you sure it wasn't the gas man? No. His name was A S S M A N. Oh my God. Dick. Come on. Come on. So he's like, hey, how do you, how do you pronounce that name up there? <laughs> he's like, oh, I, he's like, oh, I, I pronounced it Dick Osmond. Osman, yeah, yeah, right. He's like, well, no, it's, it looks like Ashman. <laughs> so he gets him on the phone, and then a few weeks later, this is all on YouTube, believe it or not. I couldn't believe I found this. A few weeks later, he shows up in the studio and does like the top ten list or something. <laughs> okay. It was like this 70-year-old fat guy, you know, up in Canada. So... The reason I mention this is, as I was looking at, I was watching these clips on YouTube, and then I was, I saw these other clips on YouTube, I was like, what is this? This guy, Dick Assman, was like a major sensation in Canada. For what? Just because he was mentioned by David Letterman. Oh, oh, so as a result. Yeah, so, like, and this was all like in 1995. So, like, by the fall of 95, this guy had been, this guy was doing like a, a school tour, like he would go to the schools. <laughs> For what? It's like, all right, so if you were in a Just school up in Alberta, Canada, right? And your school, you know, they have an auditorium there, and now all the kids go to the auditorium. And you're thinking, hey, oh, yeah, oh, we're going to meet some big hockey player or somebody. No, it's Dick Assman. <laughs> but so he gets up on the stage, and what does he talk about? What does he say? I don't know. What could he Nothing. possibly have to say to an auditorium full of people? For an hour. I don't know. 
So then I found another clip where there was in some mall where Brett the Hitman Hart was there. Uh. The excellence of execution. He shows up and he he does an arm wrestling match with Dick Assman. Okay, I assume he won. <laughs> no, I guess he was playing it off so that when Dick Assman went to, you know, pull down on him, he, you know, he did the old, oh, you know, falls off the table gag. Uh... So I just thought that was so strange that you think about how big, I guess, David Letterman was at the time, that here he mentions this guy in Canada, and for like three or four months, this guy is like a sensation. <laughs> And this is before YouTube or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, it's strange. It's amazing. Uh, all right, next. What's I was that? gonna, I was okay. gonna mention something about Star Wars very quickly. Yes. Nothing but Star Wars. Yeah. So it was announced that they're they're ending their Clone Wars CGI animated show. I can't believe it's still been on. Apparently it's very popular. It's like, it's, 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 it must have been on for ten seasons. It's not surprising that they're ending it because it's on Cartoon Network. And of course Disney now owns Star Wars. Yes. And D Disney has their own uh, Cartoon Network. I think it's like Disney XD or something. Oh, you know what? There were... There were Two separate Star Wars Clone Wars animated TV series. Yes, there was one from two thousand three, which was, yeah, that which w was the one that I thought. Yeah, that was not CGI. Uh, right, but then that there was, was a CGI one starting yeah. from two thousand eight. Yeah, I actually watched the the true the the actual animated one, you know, the hand drawn one. Yeah, from the early two thousand, I thought it was very good. Yeah. Believe it or not. I mean, I, the, again, the movies were terrible. <laughs> and um, that was okay. But it was very it was a very limited run. And then they went to the CGI one. And I can't remember if it was after they started the CGI or before when Lucas Art, Lucasfilm released that animated CGI movie uh, into the theaters that it, no one saw. It was the same year. When? 2008. Okay, yeah, so that was a CGI one. And they released a feature film, and uh, nobody saw it. The movie came first, and then the anim okay. the CGI animated series yeah. came two months later. Well, nobody TV. saw this. Yeah, nobody saw this movie. It was, it was widely panned, and that's why I'm surprised yeah. that a lot of people liked the, the animated series. Which we've discussed before. I talked about the time that Liam Neeson was a guest star on it for like one episode. Yeah. I want you to listen very carefully. You're about to be taken. <laughs> taken. Um, so yeah, so that's canceled. And then also, which I thought was great news, and Adam Sessler, believe it or not, agreed with me. <laughs> Adam Sessler... Um, the Star Wars Detours. Ah. <laughs> that horrible comedy show that Seth Green was going to do. <laughs> yeah. Is on the, quote, back burner. 
which, by the way, we talked about. Yeah. In the Punch the Unson Show episode 203, which was also the same episode that we interviewed legendary Marvel Comics guy, ah, yes. Bob Budiansky. So, the godfather yeah. of the Transformers. One of them. Along with Jim Shooter. Need a shooter. <laughs> so... I uh, I uh, I wrote on Twitter to Seth Green that I was I was ecstatic <laughs> that his show was canceled because it looked <laughs> putrid. Did he write back? No. Oh, come on, Seth Green. Seth Green, if you're listening to this, then leave a comment on com. Absolutely terrible. And I'm so happy that they're not making it. No, yeah, it was, it was bad. So it's also, I mean, we've talked about this. Well, but we said that in episode 203, that it was, yeah, you know, terrible. We, we looked at the trailer and it just, it was just, um, it's just rehashing the same family guy type it's of humor. It's not funny, and, though. Yeah, yeah. At least the family guy stuff was funny. No, but that's what I'm saying. It was, it was too derivative of that yeah. type of humor. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you've got, you had the family guy, com- comedic Star Wars. The Angry Birds Star Wars, the Lego Star Wars. It's like, come on. <laughs> at some point... Transformers Star Wars. At some point... Do you remember that? No, that never happened. We talked about it. That never happened. Oh, the Star Wars Transformers, yes. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah but that wasn't a show. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, everything's Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Yeah. It came so anyway, true. It came true. Bill Murray was a soothsayer. Yeah. So, um, we we talked about how that it does appear now, pretty much official, that Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, and Mark Hamill will be a part of this new movie in some fashion. Um. Somehow. Will they lose weight? <laughs> well, Harrison Ford doesn't have to lose weight. <laughs> Not him, but... I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Carrie Fisher, huh? She actually has lost a lot of weight lately. Okay, good. But she's still a little hefty. That's fine. But Mark Hamill, he looks terrible. Though. He looks the worst of all. <laughs> well, you know they'll uh, they'll put a lot of makeup on or, or some. He's a blimp. They'll put. <laughs> I guess Luke Skywalker gained weight. I don't know. There was too, he had too many Medichlorians in his <laughs> blood. I really hope they don't mention that word again. It's like, it's like the Jedi version of diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> you have in, you know people with diabetes. They need insulin. Mm. Jedi's need Medichlorians. Medical. Oh God. Or midi. Is it Medi or Midi or whatever? I it is? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm going to send you this link. Okay. Somebody uh, put this on Atari Age. You know how we we goofed about the Star Wars Holiday Special? Yeah. Which was atrocious. Many times, yeah. Well, apparently, Donnie and Marie did a Star Wars, like, ten-minute segment on their show. <laughs> and we all know how huge Donnie Osmond is in Liverpool, England. Yeah, I'm like, they were huge back then. Well, I don't know if you want to watch this or not, but... What are you eating? Um, gum? Nuts. Oh. You want some gum? 
No. Wait, this thing is like 20 minutes long. 10 minutes. What'd you say? 10 minutes! Yeah, but this is only part one. No. It's part one and two. Oh, I see. Okay. Sorry. So anyway, it's... It's Donnie dressed as Luke Skywalker. Marie dressed as Leia. And... Yeah. You know, they're singing and they're dancing. And then C-3PO shows up. And, um... Somebody... Oh! Then Chris Christopherson... Nah. Walks out of this elevator... And he's supposed to be Han Solo, and he's singing. And hey, when is this from? I don't know. Seven, probably 77, 78. <laughs> they look... Donnie Osmond looks ridiculous. And then Red Fox appears as, like, Obi-Wan. What? I am being dummy. Lamont. Lamont, you big one. Hey. Elizabeth, I'm coming. <laughs> and then the, the some Empire guy... Is Paul Wind? What? <laughs> wow. And then so then like some guy, is he you know, very effeminate. Oh yeah. And then some like guy. Oh god. And then the stormtroopers start like doing this like dancing, and it's uh, it's just <laughs> it is insane. But I've Listen, never seen this before. If anyone out there who's listening to the Paul Stevenson show, episode two fifteen, wants to and 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 is is uh i don't know 30 years old or younger and you really want to know what what was it like in the 1970s watch this video because this oh. is it this is what it was like living in the 1970s and they even had James Earl Jones doing the Darth Vader voice <laughs> ah red fox I'll tell you what to do, big dummit. It's kind of ironic that Red Fox is dressed as a Jawa. Yeah. Since they're both, like, garbage pickers. Yeah. Yeah, this thing is, this thing is insane. <laughs> Look at the boots Donny Osmond is wearing. Yeah. Oh my god. Why does Chris Christopherson always look like a hobo? Mm. That's just saying. It's like Nick Nolte. Yeah. Nick, me, uh, Chris Christopherson. Whatever happened to him? He's still around. <clears throat> so. Oh my god. I'm sure I still want to get a kick out of this. You're not going to splice this whole thing into the episode, are you? No. Okay, good. I'll just do, like, pieces of the... Alright, I'm going to stop, because they're singing. <laughs> it's terrible. This is ridiculous. Princess Leia, our goose is cooked Unless we lift off of the star Luke, I know you're right We just gotta take flight Before they find out where we are Darth will keep searching
Noki for Noki were here? Yeah, he'd tell us what to do. I'll tell you what to do. Why don't you look over there? It's your chance for escape. <gasps> oh, look over there! It's our chance for escape. I knew I heard it somewhere. <laughs> hey, taxi! <laughs> Show us the way to get out of this world For that's where everything is Everything is going, I don't want to stay here Who wants to stick around and watch the world disappear? His transistors are in trouble and his tubes are weak That's funny. Donnie and Marie. All right, next. Yes. Have you been watching The Celebrity Apprentice All-Stars? Um, bits and pieces. <laughs> I usually just tune into the boardroom, which is like an hour. Yeah, yeah, they're really dry. I mean, every it's it's a a, a weekly show. And every Sunday night, there is a two-hour-long episode. It's like, it, it's it's the length of a movie. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyway, there have been two episodes so far. The first episode, Brett Michaels got fired. Yeah. And now the second episode, Dee Snyder got fired. Yeah. But me, Pendulette, I'm still yeah. there! And so is Gary Busey. Yeah, Gary Busey's still there. Uh, Dennis Rodman is still there. It's useless. Uh, who else is that? I don't even know. Little John. Ugh. Whoever that is. Um, Mary Lou Henner. So yeah, but... So Gary Busey, in both episodes, just runs around like a crazy person. He just... he, he he just screams randomly, and noises. One, and the second one, he insisted they were in Universal Studios, Florida. And he's insisting to be the one who goes out and takes pictures. Right. So they give him a digital camera. He doesn't know how to use a digital camera. <laughs> he doesn't know how to do anything. Dee Schneider's like, all right, all right, Gary, why don't you let somebody else do it? He's like, no, nah, I'm a quick learner. I'm a quick learner. Now, you just press this here button, and he he couldn't figure out how to use the camera. Yeah, well, then he's running around Universal Studios, like, fondling people and tickling <laughs> people and, you know, just r randomly blurting out noises, and it's... Uh, this has to be an act, right? He cannot be genuinely this kooky and crazy. Um, This has to be his new shtick, right? Yeah, I think it's part shtick, but... I also think he's insane. And of course he did his classic you know, we're we're yeah. we're here to have fun. Fun, F U N. Well is finally understanding yeah. nothing. When you can finally understand nothing <laughs> then that spells fun and then and then you can have fun. When when your brain has nothing, then you can let go and have fun. 
He's insane. <laughs> so, does, it, does it he have brain damage or something? I don't know. <laughs> so in the second episode, Pendulette. <laughs> no, look, I love Pendulette, but every <laughs> single task in the last season, and now in this season, every single task that his team ever does... He insists on doing a magic trick. Because <laughs> that's all he knows how to do. So Dee Schneider's like, look, Penn, you're trying to do this. Ma- we don't have time to set up this elaborate magic trick. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is going to be a great magic trick. We're going to get people from all over the park. <laughs> <laughs> crew who made my Orlando magic act and it'll be real easy (laughs) Pendulette look I like Pendulette he's a very intelligent creative well spoken man but they should have brought back Lou Ferrigno (laughs) Mr. Trump Trump, I give 110% Mr. Trump <clears throat> I can do it. I can do it. So basically, Donald Trump fired Brett Michaels mm-hmm. simply because he came back. Everybody came back. He's like, he's like, Brett, I didn't understand why you came back. You already won. You have nothing to prove. You're fired. <laughs> it's for charity. Yeah, and then, yeah um, that made no sense. Of course, the one who everyone hates is Omarosa. Who, by the way, is not a celebrity. Yeah, but she's a celebrity from The Apprentice. She's fa- <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. She's famous for nothing. And Pierce Morgan hates her. I hate her. She's nasty. Latoya Jackson's on there. <laughs> no, that's ignorant. She's very nice, though. I like her. I like Latoya. She's only had two nose jobs. Come on. <laughs> I don't know about that. Her hair was on fire. <laughs> so, um... I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. They should... I think it... Why don't they get... You know, for... for I know this is all-stars, so it's all people who have been on it before, but for the next season, why don't they get people like... Could, could you imagine if they got Macaulay Culkin? Ugh. And uh, who else? They could get... Um, the big man! Corp- ah. Hey, it's me! The kid from Brooklyn! www.thekidfrombrooklyn.com <laughs> they, would have to, they would have to dub in audio. Because he would just swear. Nah. Left and right. I walk into the Starbucks! Uh, can you imagine if the first task was to, like, advertise for Starbucks? Ah! <laughs> he starts screaming about it. <laughs> the voice! Uh, the voice of the people! <laughs> by the way, I think I read that he had a heart attack recently, so... Ah, oh, he did? Yeah. But I think he's okay, because I, I saw on Facebook that he's appearing on somebody's radio show or something. Oh, uh, good. All right. All right. The, the kid from Brooklyn still going. Yeah. Next. So I was going to mention this real fast. 
Um, you probably don't remember this show. But it starred Kristen Bell. You know her, right? Yeah. A short, like, blonde-haired woman. Yeah. So it was Veronica Mars. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, it was on, like, UPN. Does it take place on Mars? Jupiter? Um, what? Does it take place on Jupiter? So, yeah, it was like a... Venus? No! So, it was, um... Well, what planet does it take place on? Earth! Well, then why is it called Mars? Because that's her last name. Come on. Is it a sci-fi show? No. What is it? It was like a a quirky show. Like, she was like a... Kind of almost like a private investigator. Like in high school and college. It was a very... It's a big cult show. Cult following. Alright. Cult 45! Yeah, so it was canceled many years ago. And the creator of the show, Rob Thomas. From Matchbox 20? No, no, not that Rob Thomas. I'm sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. Who was in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? From Matchbox 20? Yeah. He was? He was in in the episode with Sinbad. When Dennis thought he was in a, a mental institute or something. And... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that episode. Yeah. Sinbad. So, huh? Sinbad. Yeah. So, uh, Rob Thomas, the creator, started a Kickstarter. Yeah. It said, I'm asking for $2 million to make a Veronica Mars movie. Two million dollars, Julius. Two million dollars, Julius. He's two almost million? at three. I don't know when it started because there's like thirty days left. Wait, he's what? He's almost at three million. Oh man, wait, we have to do a Kickstarter. Make it three million dollars. Could you imagine? Mm. So, I just thought. I mean, people are talking about this is going to be like a game changer now. That you know, if somebody wants to come back with. Back to the Some future. Back to the show. future four. Yeah, but Michael J. Fox won't do it. Doc! No, he won't do it. Doc, are you okay? If he wanted to do it, they could get the money to make the movie. <laughs> get a life! The movie! The return of Get a Life! Yes. yes! Let's do it. Kickstarter. A Paunch... Wait, what would happen if we did a Paunch Stevenson show Kickstarter? Yeah. To fund a Get a Life movie, and and let's just say we got four million dollars. Yeah. You know, yeah, and you have to have rewards. Huh? You have to give out rewards. No, 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 no. I know, I know. So let's say we raise four million dollars, and then we call up Chris Elliott, and we're like, "Hey, listen, yeah. you don't know us, yeah. but we just raised four million dollars to do a Get yeah. a Life movie. Are you in? Wouldn't I he? Even do it. Like, don't you think he would say yes? Ah, it's a keyboard, yeah. So let's do it. What have we got to lose? As big of a problem as it was to get the DVD made because of some rights issues, can you imagine trying to get a movie made? Yeah, but we wouldn't use any licensed music. That wasn't the problem. Then what was? I I thought that huh? No, it was it was some rights issue with whoever owned the show. Oh, nah. all right, not, forget was, it. I guess it was not Fox. Forget it. Anyway, so 
we'll see what uh, other avenues this opens up for some other stuff. And I think this week, or no, I think it was pushed to May, the return of Arrested Development on the Netflix. So, they could do a Saved by the Bell movie. Yeah, but Tiffany Evans Heaton won't do it. And you replace her. What? Replace <laughs> Kelly? There could be a Transformers the Movie Part 2. Right. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Yes, Mighty Megatron! Uh, see, look, we, we can raise... Starscream! Shut up! <laughs> Starscream, you fool! Shockwave, open the space bridge! Look, we could raise $4 million, make a Transformers the, the Movie Part 2 animated, and you and I just do all the voices. No. Yes! Oh, I would want the Peter Cullen and... Ah, we're Mike better. Walker. No, we're not better than them. They're in their 70s. So what? <laughs> and they're too expensive. They're going to eat up all our budget. Hey. Yeah, I can do Wheeljack. Hey, Optimus, what? I made the Dinobats. Yeah, well, that guy, he's dead, so you'd have to do it. Oh, well. Chris Lotta. And I can do jazz as Scatman Carruthers. See, he's dead too, so we have to do all the voices. Ready the shuttle for launch. What the hell's that? Optimus Prime. Mm. Now all we need is a little energon uh. and a lot of luck. Uh. Can you do Ironhide? Oh, <clears throat> that's like a Popeye. <laughs> He could be in it. Well, blow me down. He'll he'll drive the transforming boat. Um. Oh hell, Prime! What's going on here? These deceptive creeps. Yeah, see, come on, let's do it. You know we would raise for a Transformers the movie two. You know we would raise four million dollars. Well, first of all, Hasbro owns all the rights, so <laughs> they're not going to do it. Alright, a GoBots movie part oh, two. No. GoBots Meet the Rock Lords part two. No. Also featuring a cameo by Voltron. <laughs> and just to make Esteban happy, Max Steel. <laughs> Force. Yeah, Robo Force. Come on, let's do it. No. A Robo Force movie. <laughs> Except I'll do all the voices oh, like this. God. And I'll do the bad voice like this! <laughs> it's Megabot! Uh. And Optimus Tron. <laughs> See? Alright, shut up. All right. Enough of this. Alright, alright, alright. The one thing I was going to mention... Apparently, when if you're on eBay and you want to send a message to like a buyer or a seller... Mm -hmm. They did some new thing where you can't send an email address in the message... Oh. It, it just won't let you. So I asked some seller to send me pictures of something, and yeah. he asked me for my email address. So I'm, I'm trying to get the email address in there, and it just kept... So basically, finally, I had to, like, code it. Like, send this to, you know, Greg... Uh, um, how's it going today? I'm, I'm doing good. At... Um, how's your brother? <laughs> how's your sister? Um, hot... Uh, you know, finally to get the hotmail.com. Uh. It was ridiculous. 
Wow. I felt like I was in World War II with the like Enigma machine. <laughs> so was the person able to decode it? Yeah. Nice. Somehow. I'm like, come on, what what is this? <laughs> Ridiculous. I found the glasses on eBay. The what? Remember never mind. Oh yes, Michael yes, yes. Bay Transformers. Yeah, when when uh Sarah LaBeouf was screaming at him. You know, where'd you find the glasses? Where'd you find the glasses? eBay. <laughs> I I will get you, Optimus Prime. Who the hell's Mr. that? Mr. Anderson. Ah. Uh, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Optimus Prime. I am the calmest evil villain in any movie ever made. Optimus Prime. Uh, so yeah, so Celebrity Apprentice, we talked about that. You know, for the next Celebrity Apprentice, they should get Frank Welker on there. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine a Celebrity Apprentice with Robin Williams, Dana Carvey, Frank Welker? Yeah. Nothing would get done. <laughs> they would all just be going in and out of different voices for the whole task. And Dave Coulier, you gotta add him in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, what else? That's it for me. Uh, did we ever talk about... Remember Hurricane Sandy? Yeah. At the end of October 2012? Yeah, we talked about it. I know. But then there was that big concert. Yeah. To, to raise money for the to help people who are yeah. uh, their houses were destroyed did we ever talk about the Paul McCartney Nirvana oh, thing uh, I think we mentioned it beforehand well so anyway the surviving members of Nirvana and Paul McCartney have gotten together to oh, record music oh no that's good, though, right? It's cool. This is that's good. Yes. I don't know about that. Come on, it's why. I uh, first of all, I listened to their, I, I watched their song that they performed that night. Yeah. It was essentially. What are you? The, it was like the Nirvana guys were playing a Nirvana riff, and McCartney was playing like Helter Skelter. <laughs> well, and screaming, just, but yeah, it just was stupid. I thought it was good. I don't know. Anyway, if you go to YouTube, I mean, not you don't have to do this now. I'm just saying, if someone listening goes to is interested, go to YouTube.com, YouTube.com, and then do a search for "Cut Me Some Slack," Paul McCartney. <laughs> Stupid name. Do it on YouTube. Do a search for "Cut Me Some Slack," Paul McCartney, yeah. Sound City Players. And Dave Grohl is working on this documentary about this recording studio, I guess, called Sound City. And All right. A lot of really uh, big rock bands and, and people recorded there and, and something like it's being shut down or something. So, yeah. so anyway, he just documented all the like, cool music that came out of the studio. And 
so this video is it's like a, a 10 minute clip from this documentary and it shows Paul McCartney and Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic and Pat Smear and Butch Vig in the studio recording the studio version of this new song cut me some slack and it's just like now, for me, growing up with the Beatles, and, and I'm a big Paul McCartney fan, and I was a big Nirvana fan, so j to see these two, like, you know, <laughs> to see this guy from the Beatles, who Nirvana also grew up with and were big fans of, and to see the surviving members of Nirvana and together in one room, working on a song, and then recording a song, it's like, it's just very exciting and surreal, and mm. I thought it was really cool. This is a 10-minute clip, so so if you're interested, again, YouTube.com, cut me some slack. Paul McCartney, Sound City Players. about Dave Grohl is a little bit too much like uh, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> what? In that, you know, they just have to like... I mean, it's cool, but it's like... You know, it's like every time you know, some like old band you know, reunites or something they're, Eddie Vedder's there. Dave Grohl is uh, there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait, it's no. It's like, I eh. I have a couple other real, real quick things. One, I was at the movies. I forget if this was, was this with you, but I saw a trailer for a movie. And do you remember the, was it last year? I think it was the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah. Which made no sense. So now there is a Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Yes. And it's not like a Hansel and Gretel children's movie. Hansel? It is a completely adult, yeah. dark, gritty movie. And, and yeah. Hansel and Gretel are out in the woods hunting yeah. witches with bows and arrows and machine guns. Yeah. And it's like, who is thinking of this stuff? Uh, it, because it's probably from a graphic novel. <laughs> it's so stupid. Why is Wolf Ferrell in this? <laughs> I don't know. 
And then oh, I, he produced it with Adam McKay. And who's name. Adam McKay? Uh, it's a guy he always works with. Oh, okay. Well, and then another trailer that I saw was, you know, again, Hollywood can't do anything original. It was a Lone Ranger movie. Hmm. Starring Johnny Depp Johnny as, Depp, as yes. the Indian. Tonto. As in, yes, Tonto. Why couldn't they find an Indian guy? A Native American Indian person. Isn't he part Native American? Johnny Depp? I think so. What? He is? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Johnny Depp. I don't know about that. I'm willing to, to bet that he is. He said... Yeah, here it is. In, 2011, in the 2002 interview, Depp stated that he has Native American ancestry. That doesn't mean it's true. Okay, well, I'm. We said it then, so. All right, all right, I guess I'll believe him. All right, so then I take that back. He's whatever. Let him play Tonto. Um. And then. Okay, so if you go to wikipedia.com.org, sorry. Yeah. And you search search for My Chemical Romance. Oh, no. Why are we talking about then, them again? Because they're losers. So you see the, the info box on the right-hand side at the top of the page? Okay, yeah, background information, right? Where do, what's the origin? Jersey City, New Jersey. Come on. This their or first their origin their origin really is Belleville, New Jersey. But they never they're they're too afraid to admit that for some reason, so they kept claiming Newark. Now they're claiming Jersey City. Well What is going on with this band? How do you keep is, changing when, your, your when, origin? When they put when they put like an origin for a band, um it usually means that that's like it's not really where the guys were raised or anything like that. It's like we're it's essentially where they formed the band. So they, they weren't he, in Jersey City. Uh, yeah, I think Gerard Way may have been living in Jersey. I City. thought he was no, he was in Belleville. Not at the time. He's living with his he was. I'm telling you. I don't think so. Whatever. I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? What now? Now you have uh, Stockholm syndrome for My Chemical <laughs> Romance. Well, how about the fact that when you go to Gerard Way, it says, "Well, his origin, Belvin, New Jersey." He said he was born in Summit. I don't even know where that is. Summit, New Jersey. How come in the picture for Gerard Way's Wikipedia page, there's a picture of a woman? Where you see the skinny blonde woman? With sunglasses? That's him! That, what? That, that is not a man! Oh, it's a rock star. What are you telling us? Oh my god. He, th- he thinks he's David Bowie. <laughs> of course he's not. No. Not even close. Uh, <laughs> no. Done. Mm. 